Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, that's us. Holly Roberts joins us for hour one. That's her. Wow. Welcome in, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everybody say hey. I want us to start by talking about the Golden Globes. It was a big deal in Hollywood last night, and we will. But I tell you what. What the H, Twitter? Why you got to be like this? My Twitter is set up where I go to Twitter, and then it has, almost like TikTok does, whether or not you're following these accounts. It's just like, here, are you into this? Is this fun for you? You like this? The difference is you actually click on it and watch it. I see something that looks not desirable and I just move on. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not watching that. Nope. So I see this video and it says $10 million to jump in and out. Who doing it? Quote. And it is a video of, uh, it's from a, a, an account called Amazing Nature, by the way. And it is this huge creature in the water that is swimming around, almost like a tunnel. Imagine if there's like a couple little tunnels in this watery area and a lot of grassy moss hanging over, yeah. jungle vibe. Who's like, going to jump in there? And then it shows this large creature swimming around, and then it gets to the other side of the tunnel, and there are more of these creatures laying on top of each other. You said that's an anaconda. Click on it. Then I click on it, and they say anaconda, but then they take me to another video that shows a crane lifting up a 33-foot-long, 880-pound anaconda discovered at a construction site in Brazil. 33 feet long, three stories high, 880-pound anaconda. Wait, what's three stories high? The anaconda, if you stretch this 33-foot... Oh, in length. In length. Oh, okay, and then put it vertical. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my There are gosh. incredible creatures on this planet. That is just insane. Reptiles. If I could get rid of one animal type, it would be reptiles. Oh, but they're cute sometimes. Almost never do I find them Oh, that how way. about the little, um, you know, the dragons? The Komodo dragons? Not the Komodo dragons. Yeah, but they'll the, bite your toe. The iguanas the little... with the giant, like, little uh, the neck dresses, like they're in old British... Yeah, like dancers? the ones that you see in Mexico, just on um, walking around. No, I don't want to see any. Now, listen, I know there will be some shrapnel here from my choice of eliminating all reptiles. There's a cute thing here and there. I don't know. Is a turtle a reptile? I believe so. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to see them go. No, I know the turtle's not going. If I'm getting rid of all the reptiles, what are you going to do? Get rid of mammals? Well, I didn't know I had to make a choice today. <laughs> That's Monday God, choice day. God, Wow. Wow. Anyway, well, thanks for letting us inside your head. I blame Twitter. Hey, I watched quite a bit of the Golden Globes last night. Look at you. I almost texted you and said, hey, Golden Globes. I had totally forgotten. I did, too. And then I went on to Twitter. And then I saw, I was like, oh, no, the Globes are on. I got to, you know, I got to change this show that I'm watching. Who, there's a show I'm watching called The Curse. And I saw that um, (laughs) Emma Stone. Yeah. Is it, yeah, it is Emma Stone. Yeah. Was nominated for it, and I'm like, wow, that's generous. Because oh. I love her, and but uh, I mean, 
there's there's a lot of other performances out there that I don't know. Anyway, well, she won the Golden Globe last night. She did. Do you want to hear all the winners? I believe we have a winner's montage. Montage. Here we go. Female supporting actor, motion picture. Divine Joy Randall. The best male supporting actor in any motion picture. Robert Downey Jr. Best performance by a male actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Jeremy Allen White. For best performance in stand-up comedy on television, Ricky Gervais. For female actor, television series, musical, or comedy. Ayo Adebari. Best performance by a male actor in a television series, drama. Kieran Culkin. For best motion picture, animated. The Boy and the Heron. For best director of a motion picture, Christopher Nolan. For the best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Emma Stone. Best performance by a male actor in a motion picture drama, Killian Murphy. Best original song, motion picture. What was I made for? For the very first time ever for cinematic and box office achievement, Barbie. Best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television, Beef. Best television series, musical, or comedy, The Bear. For female actor, television series, drama, Sarah Snook. Best TV series, drama, Succession. A male actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Paul Paul Giamatti. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, Poor Things. Best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, drama, Lily Gladstone. Best motion picture, drama, Oppenheimer. There you go. And that Lily Gladstone, who won for Killers of the Flower Moon, became the first indigenous actress to win Best Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. So that yeah, was, she got up and spoke her tribe's yes, language. Very cool. Which was, a, which was a cool moment. Yeah, for sure. What'd you think of Joe Coy? So I listened to his... I. I tuned in late last night, so I listened to his monologue on the way in okay, this morning. Okay, okay, cool. And when I was watching the other parts of the show, I didn't see him much. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's sometimes the hosts pop up a lot. Sometimes it's a little. He seemed to be right. more on the little. I, well, I think he was a last-minute ass. Ten days ago, according to him. Wow. Um, fine. fine. You know, here's what I... Look, he's... A lot of people seem to love him. I've never seen his, any of his specials. I don't think I have either. A lot of people love him, though. Um, it just... I wasn't super impressed with the writing of the jokes. Same. It just felt like they were kind of weak. And then I also, <sighs> frankly, and I'm not meaning to harp on the guy, but I didn't appreciate when he immediately would bail on a joke. If he thought the joke didn't go well, he would immediately bail and say that he didn't write it. He Because he sure. referenced, he said... I wrote some of them, and they and the writers wrote some of them. But the ones I wrote are mostly the ones you're laughing at. And then, like later, he said a joke, and then immediately was like, "I didn't write that one." And it just oh, was yeah. not like in a funny way. It just felt like if I was one of the writers, I'd be like, "Dude, yeah, come on!" Like we all like kinda, it's a collaborative thing. Here, I'm going to say something very unpopular, and someone's going to be like, "Prove it," and I'll never be able to. But okay. it just feels like these are easy jokes to write. I feel like writing an opening monologue for as much as we say it's a tough job and the room is these rooms are tough and all that. It's it feels like it's easy to win there. And I'm surprised when people don't and when the jokes are like, "Oh, that's not that punchy." Like if you're in a room with writers, aren't you punching that up a little yeah, bit? You would think, but you know, know, and then you have I see what you're saying, but then you have Actors who come out. I can't remember who Naomi Watts was presenting with. Uh, do you remember, Holly? 
Um. Oh gosh, not at the top of my head. But they were doing some jokey joke stuff, and it their timing was not good. It just. It just did not feel... She was with Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there were a couple of folks who presented who had great chemistry. John Batiste was great. And and Audra Day. So good. Yeah, they were great. You could tell that they had relaxed chemistry. And Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell also. Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, Joe Coy, it was like you wanted him to nail the joke and he just couldn't. Yeah. You know, um, America mm. Ferreira and Kevin Costner... I thought America I did great, and then Kevin Costner, it started funny, and then it got awkward, and Kevin got a little too slow in his delivery, uh, and I was like, oh, we had something here. We needed a couple more run, run-throughs run right, of this. It, right, it, so just to get it. a little off. That's too bad. Well, let's uh, let's put a pin in it, and we'll come back and do, uh, you know, one of the jokes that I thought was cute from Joe Coy had to do with Oppenheimer. We'll get to that. Will Ferrell had the room laughing with something he said. Although Joe Coy did not have Taylor Swift laughing that when is he made his correct. Taylor Swift joke. So we'll dig in all that stuff. Okay. Have a little fun. When we come back, it is Donna and Steve on my talk. It's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Spire and Highway Credit Unions, they merged on January 1st, and now we've got a credit union called Blaze. I am a member of Blaze. They've got loans for you where you could borrow money for any purpose. For example, Blaze finances new or used vehicles. They get the loan done fast, and they also have extended warranty plans, you guys, that tend to be much better coverage at a lower cost than the dealer, so definitely look into that. Blaze has has home loans, home equity loans, free checking. I'm being serious. There are no monthly maintenance fees. Plus, all Blaze credit cards give you back uh, or give back 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. In fact, the program, uh, since it started, has given back nearly $2 million. I am a member of Blaze. You can be, too. There are 26 branches across Minnesota, and you can find the, le- uh, the nearest location for you at blazecu.com. Remember, Blaze is insured by NCUA, and it equal housing opportunity lender hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Coming up at 9.30, it's going to be the big three with Maddie B. Haven't seen him in a while. That'll be fun. Yeah. I haven't seen him since last year. Right? Ah, I love it. Oh, New Year joke. I love oh, that. Fun, that goes far. Fun. Anyway, back to the Golden Globes, everybody. We'll get to some fashion no-nos coming up later on in the show. Wow. That'll be uh, 9.45. We'll do See Something, Say Something. Donna, Saul, things. Did you watch any of the red carpet or just just the show? 
Just the show. Okay. I missed the red carpet. I don't even know if CBS aired the red carpet. They did know. not. They did not. Oh, okay. They, I saw some stuff online, and I saw a dress that someone in particular was wearing, and I was like, oh, girl. In a, what does that mean? Is that a good thing or uh, a bad thing? Well, it's a daring thing. Like, you had to look closely to know what you were looking at. I'll oh. tell you about it. Wow, stick around. Nine. I'll tell you which ac- actress was wearing it. She's usually pretty bold. Okay. Anyway, more on that later. But first, uh, back to Joe Coy, who was your host of the Golden Globes. Um, you were saying that these jokes should be pretty easy. I feel to like write. it. You know, it's like if you, if you, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> like sure. the, even this joke you're about to hear, pretty easy joke. Right? Like, we're going to talk Oppenheimer. What's the first thing you think about when you think about Oppenheimer? How long it is. Too long, yeah. right? Okay, so here's what he did with that. Okay. Oh, sorry, Holly. Here we go. Welcome to the 81st Annual Golden Where Globe do I drop the needle on this Coy? joke? Oh, uh, no. Whoopsie. Here we go. Sorry, hold on a second. I got to hear Stand by. Here we go. When the Golden Globes called me and asked me if I wanted to host, I jumped to the chance and I said yes. And then they asked me if I saw every movie and every TV show. And then I said, yes, I lied. <laughs> I loved Oppenheimer. I just, I just got one complaint. Needed another hour. <laughs> I like that joke. That's, that's good. good. That's a good joke. Good twist. Like, like backstory. <laughs> more backstory. <laughs> I love Oppenheimer. It's, especially the first season. <laughs> Oppenheimer answered bit. a lifelong question that's been on my mind for years. Yes. Scientists do get laid. Okay. As long as they look like Killian Murphy. I mean, that, that was it's pretty good. Average, it was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty standard. You knew there was going to be a joke about how long it was, but he, you know, flipped it a little, yeah. which is yeah. great. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. All right. Just on the whole, if you listen to the whole monologue, for me, it just felt just like, you know what I did this morning in the way, and I listened to that, and then I went back and listened to two of Ricky Gervais's Golden Globes, including his opening monologue and all of his jokes in between. Uh, And it's funny, even by the second one. So he did his first one and and crushed. Everybody loved it. It was not what they were used to getting at the Golden Globes. Sure. And people really liked it. By the time the second one came around, when Robert Downey Jr. came out, because, you know, he did a joke about Robert Downey Jr. You might not remember this. This would have been in 2011. And he said, you know, here, here are a bunch of movies he's been in, but uh, many of you may best know him from the Betty Ford Clinic sure. in the L.A. County Jail. Please welcome Robert Downey Jr. Yes. He did a lot of jokes like that where he would joke about the person right before he brought them out. Yeah, uh, kind of. A, he's more of a roaster. He roasts the audience. For sure. But Robert Downey Jr. came out and was like, wow, I guess besides the overwhelming mean-spirited tone, I'd say we have a pretty good vibe here tonight. <laughs> and then later in that same one, he had... Uh, he said, you know, our next two presenters combined have over $1 billion at the box office, blah, blah, blah. It was all building up Tom Hanks. Uh, and then he said, and the other is Tim Allen. And then Tom Hanks <laughs> and Tim Allen come out, and they both, Tom Hanks said, uh, like most of you, I remember Ricky Gervais when he was just slightly chubby and uh, and nice. And then Tim Allen said, of which he is neither now. Like, they, they had turned sort of on him. The first one, everybody loved Ricky Gervais. In the middle of the show, the people coming up on stage were now addressing Ricky Gervais and his meanness. Do you think that was planned? Do you think that was written for them? Or do you think they came out and just did that on their own? 
It's a good question. Because they're, they're was, good it was, actors. And you know? it, was not, it was a nice bit of writing that was pretty quick for you to determine right there on your right. way out. Um, I bet yeah, that I was know. I bet that was written for them saying, OK, maybe. you know, because he'll be able to take it. Yeah, because he's dishing it out so hard. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right on that. But he that was his but second. They, it was he executed did it five well. times. Well, he did that show three years in a row, then, then 2016, then 2020. He needs to come back for sure. Did you see the joke where he uh, where they took a shot of Taylor Swift? He said, you know, we're coming on yeah. right after a football game, blah, blah, yeah. blah. The big difference is that um on a on the Golden Globes there aren't as many cutaway shots to Taylor Swift, to which of course they cut away to Taylor Swift. And is she laughing, Donna? She's not laughing. Very, uh, very think, straight face. I think I think it was playing. I don't think she was mad. Just playing off. Yeah, of it. just being like straight face and then took a drink. Yeah. Cause she knows that's gonna be another viral moment. Girl ain't stupid. But um but then he goes, there's a lot more to cut away to here. Did you hear him say that? Like, there's Mm-mm. a lot more to see. Oh, no. Other than just Taylor Swift, oh, which is a little bit of a dig. Anyway, then Will Ferrell uh, came out with... Kristen Wiig. And they were kind of cute. I, I like them. Their, their timing is really good. It, I felt like the room was a little stiff until they came out. Do you know what I mean? I felt like people weren't paying attention, really. Well, they never do at the Golden Globes. Yeah, that's the I toughest, guess. noisiest room, and that's why the guy who came out last year... Tried to lecture everybody and tell everybody to be quiet at the beginning oh. and suck the fun out of the room. Yeah, you're right. Straight away. You're right. But he, do you want to hear Will Ferrell's joke? Yeah, they were great. Okay, you'll love this. Smells like hot sushi in here. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one? Right? Yeah, it's hot. It's like hot sushi. <laughs> Not just sushi. Hot sushi. <laughs> They're great, and they had done the, a cute little bit too, where they were like, Dancing. "We just want to be straight and just, you know, it's a serious night." Here are some of the nominees, and then they would play this song, some weird, stupid, like silly song, song that they couldn't help but dance to. And then, of course, by the end of it, they're both dancing all over the stage, and then they're like, "Someone here knew it. They knew how we react to this, and they played it, and it's not cool." The Golden Globes hasn't changed. Yeah, it was very funny. Very cute. Um, who was who presented that said the executives wrote there? Oh gosh, um, I'm oh, hey. forgetting. Oh, here's I'm forgetting in this moment who did it, and it was I thought one of the funniest bits of the night because they were like because of the writer strike, the exec said that they would they would write this portion, oh. and it was so Bad. terribly written, and it was so funny, and it was one of my favorite. Um, presenters oh, we'll look group it up. of them. Other we'll look I it up. Find it this morning. A big three with Maddie B when we come right back on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hey guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces. That is the name of this place. Guys, if you're looking to add a fireplace to your home, maybe you're thinking about switching out an existing fireplace, here's what you should do. Do yourself a favor. Make sure Energy Savers Fireplaces is on your radar. You can stop into their showroom. It's in Oakdale. Uh, you can also get a free in-home estimate, or you can go to their website and use some of their online tools to help you visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own space. And now is a good time because because this January, um, they've got a sale going on where you can save up to $1,000 with their in-stock sale. 
And you could get up to $500 off with their Hearthstone wood stove sale. Energy Savers Fireplaces is a full-service fireplace store where no project is too big or too small. If you're thinking about a fireplace, or maybe you're just dreaming of one, just go to EnergySaversFireplaces.com. Or like I said, you can simply stop by their showroom. They're your complete fireplace store. Family-owned and operated since 1976, just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hi, everybody. Hey, sorry, everybody. Welcome How's back. The lineup is very, very short on those hey throwbacks. Guys. You know We're what? And I'm happy that that one cuts off early, too, because Enough. I don't like that song. Uh, I was just going to say song. that should oh be my, my new gosh, introduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, you right. know what, man? Say that you love, love me. me. Love That's actually why I was late coming in, because I was looking for this. Come on, Matt. Talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Hey, Matt Belanger Maddie. from 5 Eyewitness oh. News. Happy Monday, everybody. He has a confession to make. What? Uh, As I was driving in, sometimes Don and I will be texting each other during the morning in a safe way. Our voices are using it. It pops up on our screens, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. All right. Uh, But I get a a text message. Uh Uh-oh. And then then I responded. Mm. And then the third text message was, Mm. let's make it a guessing game. (laughs) The third text message was, I said, Let's not tell Matt this, though, because it could emotionally break him. <laughs> what do you think we texted to wrote each back, other? Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Donna texted me this morning. I don't know. On the way in, after we had put the whole Am show I getting together. fired? No, listen, listen. <laughs> your your many years of service. Do? Yes. No, she. we put the whole show together. We got stuff in every segment. You We're ready. You forgot me. And you she texted me. and said, You forgot me. I forgot about Maddie B. And I said, And, and then, but and then, wait, but then wrote, she said, But I'm sure you caught it and rearranged everything. So thank you. And I said, No, Donna. <laughs> I forgot about it until this second. Oops. We cannot tell him this. Yeah, I don't have to come up. Hey, no! No, no, we <laughs> want you. We love we it. We just we forgot, forgot. You know, that we had holiday brain fog and I all know. that it's stuff. It's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. By the way, how was your visit We're with your back mama? Together. Oh, she had a blast. We, really? Uh, What'd you do? Did well, you bring her? I was a waiter for 10 days because, you know, she was staying with us. <laughs> oh, and <so>. sure. <laughs> Get mommy another drink. You know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was great. We went to Chanhassen. We saw Jersey boys oh cool. and so she, good i have never seen my mother like i've never seen Singing. her go like this Woo! Like clapping <laughs> in the, i have never seen her do that in my in almost 40 years of being on this earth oh my and god she i was love like, it she felt she like, like she was seeing frankie valley yeah, she, i think she did at one point think it was really them i'm yeah. not sure what happened but what was in that milkshake drink i'm not sure but <laughs> oh, she had the time of her life oh, there that's awesome oh it was it was phenomenal um we went out to eat a couple places you know some great places around the cities and uh cooked a lot at home had a fabulous christmas thank you for asking that's great yeah. and she was with me for 10 days she was here for 10 days yes <laughs> how long did it really seem I was, we were all <laughs> ready for it to end. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, she was ready to go home and see her dogs, and I was ready to, sure. like, you know, take the Christmas stuff down and clean because we were here yeah, through yeah, New yeah. Year's Day. And yeah. I just, everybody was, I was ready to, like, see if I still fit in my suits. You know, <laughs> like, a lot of eating and drinking and indulging and yeah. Yeah, having a merry time. So, yes. you already got the Christmas stuff down? 
It is in process. Okay. I'm, de- I'm debating. I, here's the tricky part. I know we have three things we got to get to, but we'll you know, we're it. just, we're friends. Here's the, the tricky part with this year. It's been so warm yes. that last year there was no option. The Christmas lights were snowed and iced in place until oh, April sure. and you d- yeah. you could not, get, they're too bad. They're stuck. Yeah. This year, the question is like, do you rip them down now yeah. while there's an opportunity? You're and talking then, about the outdoor yeah, stuff? Yeah, like outdoor, outdoor lights. stuff up. Everybody leaves it up. You know what I mean? Because you could get it down now before we start to get everything locked you're in right. and frozen in place, but then you're the neighborhood Grinch. So it's either now or May. You know, so. I find this to be the thing too, and I, and I I used to keep this keep it up for a long time, but now I kind of like it when stuff goes back. It feels a lot cleaner yeah. and all that. Yeah. But I feel like we haven't enjoyed the Christmas tree lit up with snow yet. I know. Outside. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So like you really you are like... in touch with the the season. <laughs> I don't even think about the weather. I'm like Christmas is over. Oh, she's being serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it doesn't even occur dig. to me. Like, <laughs> no. well, I don't do outdoor. Light. Sure. So is your yeah. tree down, Donna? Tree is stripped, but not down yet. Mine's... And everything's on the dining room table. All my decorations are piled into one place. My stuff is in bins, labeled, back in the closet. Wow. Trees shoved out the front door over the weekend. Sorry, yeah. we're moving on this year. Okay. I was All labeling right. yesterday. No, I was supposed to yeah. wait technically till the epiphany or whatever. But you know, hey, get it done. About next year. Get her yeah. done. But okay. Steve, you got a whole, you got a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah that's what they're doing. We're, we just, we're yeah. like, we're doing meal prep and like try to. Try yeah. to fit in our clothes. I'm That's trying to right. remember meal prep. <laughs> we don't have time to talk. Well, yeah, all right, here we go. Number, number one. Guys, this Alaska airline plane, isn't this wild? Is that the thing where the door flew off? Well, yeah, and like, it's kind of funny because all the news people are talking about, it's not a door, it's a door plug. So basically, here's what you need to know. This type of plane, it's the 737 MAX 9. Okay. Okay, it's a Boeing plane. And like, think of it like the tube is all made the same. Right. So the doors are all in the same spots, the cutouts for them, the windows and everything. Um, But every airline configures it differently. And sometimes you don't need a door where there's a cutout for a door because of the way the seats are put in. So in that instance, even though there's a hole cut in the metal because they're all made the same, Alaska Airlines made it in a way where they didn't need an exit door there. Okay, so there's no handle to let you out. It's just a plug to plug the hole. Like, yeah, like a, a wall panel insert. There you go, with a window in it, like a normal-looking window. Anyway, that's the piece. It wasn't a door, but it also wasn't a solid metal wall. That's the piece that blew out shortly after uh, takeoff from Portland, Oregon. I did not know about this story until right now. Stop it! When did this happen? Oh, my gosh! I don't know. I'm on Twitter every day. What the heck? You need to watch Five Eyewitness News. Yeah, you do. Starting at 4.30 a.m. Listen, so so Steve, in the nutshell, plane takes off from Portland, Oregon, shortly uh, above 10,000 feet, but shortly after takeoff, that plug that wall panel that was in that cutout for a door blows out son of a god wow. no one no everyone still the the authorities are saying it's a blessing that everyone survived and only minor injuries shockingly the plane eventually able to do an emergency landing was but, anybody sitting there next to the door uh, very to close the plug? There, there was a, a younger child and the child's shirt was sucked off <gasps> oh but but gosh. here's the thing everyone was still belted in 
seatbelts in yeah. because they had just taken off and they haven't rung the bell yet. What if they weren't? That's the thing. Officials said if it was mid-flight and you're up walking around going to the bathroom, poof, somebody could have got chucked, sucked out of the plane. So, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. That poor kid is going to be traumatized for yeah, life. A parent holding on to the child, you know, the, wow. the shirt getting ripped off. But again, the the good news is that everyone's okay. They, they found the plug, the piece of the plane that, that blew off. They're going to analyze that now going forward. Maybe get some extra crazy out. glue. Try to seriously trying to figure out exactly you know why this failure happened and those planes that type of plane is grounded across the country until the FAA Good. can determine it's safe to fly again and that could cause some flight disruptions. <gasps> wow! All right, you Thank caught you. up, Steve. Wow! Yeah, mm. but now this is going to begin a deep dive for the rest of my day. Well, and that's why you wear your seatbelt when you're in your seat on the plane, even when it's not bumpy. Thank you. And yeah. don't sit in the yeah. exit row. Thank you. Yeah, it's like that Aloha <laughs> Airlines flight back in the day. Mm. What happened what with happened that? With Made that? for TV movie all about it. Door got yeah. sucked up? No, the part of the roof came off when they were in mid-flight. And so oh, my God! Up. You weren't traumatized by this made-for-TV movie I either? don't recall this! You don't need it now because it happened in real life, basically. There's cell phone video of people flying along right, with the, saw looking that. out the door. Or the and this hole. is after that, that uh, Japan Airlines flight last week. Mm. Hit into another plane, and that uh, there were five people on that. I believe it was like a military cargo plane or something like that. Oh, they yeah. passed away, and then everybody else gets off of the other plane. But there's flames and smoke and cell phone video, and oh my god, and the oxygen yeah. things are Scary. falling down. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for bringing that upper of a story. Number <laughs> two. All right, we'll do it at warp speed. We're going back to the moon, baby. The first private moon mission's underway right now. Stop it. Lunar Lander blasting off from Cape Canaveral this morning. It's oh. an unmanned rocket. It's called the Vulcan, made by a private space company called United Launch Alliance out of Pittsburgh, Steve. Hey now. Hey. hey Hoping to jump into the commercial space tourism industry, and if all goes according to plan, this little lunar lander that's on its way this morning is uh, going to touch down on the moon February 23rd. It's the first time that there's been a, a lunar landing moon mission in like more than 50 years. Oh, I did not 70s. realize that. Oh, it's my gosh. It's been that really? long. So, yeah, it's on its way. Um, All right. And on that craft are several experiments they want to do in space. And also, oh. this is really interesting. The ashes of 70 people, including the creator of the uh, craft, but also some cast members from the show Star Trek. So their ashes are going to oh. be left in space. How apropos. All wow. of them, or you think just some of them? It says some cast okay. members from Star oh, okay, Trek. but I meant all of no the longer. ashes or some of the oh, I'm ashes. assuming whatever was put on will be deposited there. I'm just oh. saying, do you think it's the person's entire I body d- I don't of know ashes? what they put on. The, the, Sorry I don't, maybe for they the just put a spoonful. You You're then, my best friend. And then, or maybe they, I don't know, did they put the whole urn on there? No, <laughs> but that's, you know. Right. The countdown clock stressing me out because number we have number three. Number this is an easy one. We're um, fine. The winter weather is impacting uh, a big part of the country. We know the Northeast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is when my mom was here for the holidays, she was like, "I want to see snow," and it was so warm. It was oddly warm at Christmas, oh. and there was no snow. And then yeah. she goes home, and then the Northeast gets hit with yeah. all this stuff. Wait, <laughs> where's she from? South Central Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So, yeah. but they're getting kind of a winter uh, nor'easter right now. Oh, and she's getting her wish. Yes. Well, yeah. But she'd rather have what, where I could shovel it right. for her here. Oh, right. <laughs> she bring me another drink. Right? Right. <laughs> when you're done with the sidewalk. Um, Got it. Yes, and I didn't know she was a gin and tonic girl until oh, just now. Um, I guess. Uh, but the, the story for us in the Midwest 
is this Arctic Blast. Did you see the Long Ranger? It's I be did see that it looks like we're finally getting cold. Like well, Saturday, right? This weekend, we're going to have those single-digit highs and below okay. zero real temperature lows. So, yeah, it's about time. Take about that time. over the snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we go, Okay. All right. Can that's good. Can we get good. the sun back? I know. Yeah, that would be nice. Holly, I'm looking help. at a... Uh, no, I'm looking at a phone app right now. They're largely unreliable with the weather, but... Yeah, they say some crazy things. I only... The first sign of sun that I see, Holly, and it is a partly sunny, oh, is next Wednesday. Okay. All right. Oh, fine. Okay. You well, know, I was shucks. at the cabin this week, and I went up there, I was like, where'd all this snow come from? Oh, you got snow up there? I had to shovel the yeah. front and back oh. deck, and then I went to bed, and I got up, and I had to do it all over again. Second mm. property problems is what that sounds like to me. I love it. If only we were on better terms, I'd come help you. Oh, kidding. Aren't we? You're gonna put. You're gonna install my ring camera. We're on gra- I know. We need to do that. Let's right. do that. He's right. gonna fill in we'll for me. Um, you can say, make me another oh, drink. No, yes. late, late February. <laughs> no, I, dry January. Oh yeah. Um, oh oh yes. sure. Late February. My uh, right. Matt's gonna be in here for a whole week. Yep. For me. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Maybe Matt. we'll go to my house after the show. It's a Steve reprieve. Donna, that sounds creepy. That, no, oh, you have okay. to it say does the ring creepy, doorbell thing again. Yeah, maybe we'll do it like on a maybe Sunday we'll go afternoon to my house when you're going to No, I think we should do it in the middle of the week because that's going to be a content extravaganza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that cannot okay. be a Friday thing <laughs> oh, at the end of the point. week. We're going right. to need to have a debrief the next day. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Take <laughs> right. pictures, you're get right. a house. Say you need to use the bathroom. I need a tour. Guys, no. Let it needs over. a lot of updating. It's an old, ugly house. I know, Stop. but you're probably never going to get it updated, mm. so let us in. No. We don't know how is much longer. Is there shag longer. carpet? There's no. shaggy carpet no. in the basement, but that is by choice. It's frisé. It's they it's, call it frisé. I have, but long frisé. Oh. oh <laughs> it's not like the short. All right, we got to go. Look oh. at the time. Thank uh, you, Matt Belanger. You can watch Matt tomorrow morning on 5 Eyewitness News starting at 4.30, and then he's on 45 TV from 7 to 9 a.m. opposite the wonderful Brandy Powell. Thank you, Matty B. Have a great day. When TV. we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something Fashion Edition. From the Golden Globes. Right now, Donna's non-verbally kicking Matt out of the room right now. I I'm wish you could kisses. be here for it. You're like, I got a spot. You got to go. Bye. Uh, anyway, we'll be back. It's Donna and Steve on my time. Oh, hi. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant's Law Firm, where they are really dedicated to helping people under the most difficult of circumstances. Whether that means you're suffering from an injury, God forbid, as a result of an accident of some sort, or maybe you're facing criminal charges. Whatever the case, Mike Bryant assures that every legal tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. Mike not only understands, for example, the legal aspect of a personal injury, but as a parent, he also knows how it can affect families in general. Um, Oftentimes there are medical expenses, there are lost wages, rehab costs, and of course there's distress, and that can change things at home for everyone. You could get a hold of Mike Bryant or a member of his team for a free consultation to assess your case. And if you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant very easily. Just go to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on my channel. Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Coming off the uh, Golden Globes broadcast last night. Oh. It was an interesting show. It's starting to. You say stuff first. I didn't have anything to say, so you complete your thought, please. Okay, my thought is it's starting to feel a little. 
People's Choice Award is she? Is she? Say more People's words. People's Choice Award is she? Okay, what do you mean by that? Like, it, I feel like the Golden Globes used to have a lot of clout. And now I feel like they're just creating categories, you know, like the MTV Awards. Best kids. Okay. I don't you know, know if it's quite like that. It's not yet, but... Just, Does this have to do with the Cinematic Achievement Award? No, no. Like the box office award? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you don't even mean what you're saying Maybe right I don't. Because you have to understand, we're trying to fill three hours. We don't feel <laughs> conviction about three hours worth of stuff any day. Maybe it's, that's true. Maybe it's because it's kind of not really been broadcast on broadcast TV in a while that it felt a little like, oh, going the way of, I don't know. What's the other, the award show? Not the, the American Dance, Music, uh, all that stuff. The Cable Ace Award. There you go. My favorite award show used to be the Golden Globes. Me too. Then uh, now it's not as much. Although I do still love that crowded, crowded room. Yeah. I love how crowded and small that room is and how many major celebrities are all in there. So I appreciate that. This is the one that starts with like, I'm so-and-so and I'm an that, actor. No, no, no. I, no, that's the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Oh, Okay. <laughs> See, I don't, there's just too many. There's too many. The Emmys are on like in a few days. I have long said there are too many award shows and no industry enjoys celebrating its own industry more than actors, You're right. musicians, entertainers. Yeah. They just love to be celebrated. I was watching something the other day that made me think that like this person just kept bringing everything back to them. As they were presenting an award, and I'm like, okay, they were. It was like some kind of lifetime achievement thing, and I was like, oh wow, they're making it about them. Why are they doing that? I don't remember what it was, but I see your point. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Now I'm having a hard time finding a close-up of this dress. Jillian Anderson, who is the star of a show called Sex Education. Okay. Very good show. I watched at least a season of it and quite enjoyed it. Um, She wore a dress that was embroidered with female body parts. And it's quite pretty, actually. The dress is gorgeous. However, she said it's in brand. She's got some kind of brand called G-Spot something something. And um, it's supposed to be some hoity-toity, you know, sustainable blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, you can eat this dress. It's not not to that extent. But anyway, she did it like it was a collaboration with some other designer. But when you look at the dress up close, you could see she says it's covered in yonis. What are yonis? <laughs> look it up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of the yoni egg? No. Nope. Okay. Oh, enjoy. Uh, enjoy that deep dive. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, the dress is really pretty, and I saw it, and I was like, no, she didn't. And yeah, she did. So they're lady parts. You know, 
you might be hearing that and thinking, wow, that's aggressive. But they look like flowers. Well, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Georgia O'Keefe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... I thought when you were talking about Jillian Anderson's dress, Donna, the hem at the bottom. Oh, that yes. was, that's unfinished. It, yeah, it's like a, oh, 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 like oh. you're yet to take it to the tailor. I didn't even notice the vaginas all oh, over. I was yeah, just looking at the undone it? hem. It's almost like she's trying it on in the dress shop. Yeah. I didn't even notice the hem. I just noticed the vajayjays all over her dress. Well, I kind what of a Rorschach test Jillian Anderson. Why dress did she? Why be. is she not? Why is it not finished? Did anybody say anything? Well, they saw something. Apparently, they didn't <laughs> say anything. Oh my god! Huh? That is fascinating. So anyway, like if you watch the show, you would understand that she's a sex therapist on the show and like she's got a, a, a son who is of a certain age, like, you know, growing up and, you know, her house is covered like in JJ art and things like that. So I think this the idea behind it is brilliant yeah, I guess you'd really have to look closely to understand what you're looking at. Now, let's shift our attention to, while well, we have a moment, a okay. minute. Sure. My spirit animal. Jason Sudeikis. Loving, loving what he's doing. He basically showed up to the Golden Globes like you did to the Christmas party. Yes, King. And he's wearing a jacket with just like a t-shirt, which I'm sure he would defend as it's a nice t-shirt. I think it's a sweater. You think that's a sweater? I think it's a sweater. But either way, it's a crew neck flat thing. No buttons, no collar. Why do people wear sweaters in California? It's not always 85 degrees, Donna. Oh, really? I guess at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, You can really tell that you've never been. I mean, I've been to, I have been to San Diego. You can see your breath. All right. All right. Fair, and then he's wearing these sneakers that are like bubblegummy looking Nikes. It's, I mean, it, I don't, he doesn't look as bad as people are roasting him for looking. No. At least you had nice shoes on. Now, the problem is there are a lot of people in tuxedos. Well, that sounds like their problem, right? Well, I'm just saying that's why it's the juxtaposition. He, true. Like there right? were people in evening gowns when you came to the... Correct. It's Company always Christmas party. You're yes. as you're as hot as the person standing next to you, right? You know, yeah. it's that's that's like the barometer. So if yeah. you're there at a restaurant, they're like, "Wow, look at how trendy and cool Jason Sudeikis looks." But if you're there on a red carpet next to someone in a tuxedo, it's like, "Oh, he dressed down." Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess that would look nice if he were going out to dinner. The sneakers are a little clownish, but it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. Oh, and Billie Eilish. Did you see what she what was wearing? She, what was that? I mean, love you, girl, but that that is a terrible outfit. Everybody could look it up. We'll see if we could have Mike you know, link this up at our website. Uh, uh, he's coming in next with the Dirt Alert. Thank you, Holly. Bye, Holly. We'll be right back.